0: This is Camden with the Nasdaq Index. This is definitely a basketball card podcast, but we did talk a little football this week. There was a big rumor that Tom Brady might be retiring when we first recorded this episode. That rumor is now confirmed, he is definitely retiring. With that in mind, let's get started. Welcome to the Nasdaq Index. We're here to talk about basketball cards on a budget. and. I think there's been some confusion recently that I've heard about our name. It is Shack. not to be confused with NASDAQ index. That's our little play on words, Shack. That's how you pronounce it. It's hilarious. <laughs> and my name's Camden. I'm here with my friend Nathaniel. And how are you doing today, Nathaniel? I'm doing
1: well, Camden. We uh, are on a momentous date. I guess Tom Brady's retiring today. Did I hear that?
0: You know, I have tried to look into this a little bit and I would say that at this point it's not really confirmed it's a little bit of a rumor of course oh really yeah but there's also this thing where if he can hang on for another week then he gets like a 15 million dollar bonus if he doesn't retire before February 4th
1: (laughs) that's what I read anyway so he really needs that 15 million (laughs) dollars No, I mean, if I just had to wait another week to retire for $15 million, I think I would do so.
0: Yeah, so at this point, I do think that it's much more likely than not that he's going to be done. Pre- is this where we also make our
1: announcement that we're now a football podcast? <laughs> I'm really, from my football knowledge, I'm ready to go all in on Randy Moss. <laughs> those were my
0: days is that where we need to to cut it off now is that saying tom brady is retiring and then we can't say anymore because that's that's too much football
1: the uh 2001 brian urlacher rookie card i don't actually know what year (laughs) his rookie (laughs) was but i used to be a bears fan
0: of course yes bulls fan bears fans make makes a lot of sense so uh mr chicago also a cubs fan right you are correct correct
1: Kind of a, a fair-weather Blackhawks fan. <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm just a Bulls fan now. I'm a Cubs fan, but I've I've stopped watching much, much of anything other than basketball in the last two or three years.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was going to try to make the point before we move on to basketball that Tom Brady is basically, he's the GOAT of football and obviously the greatest of all time. I think you basically have to pick a quarterback for that it'd be pretty difficult to pick uh, any other position and he does have seven championships uh, out of 10 Super Bowl appearances uh, which is extremely impressive when you consider that he has more championships under his belt than any franchise in the NFL that is a really insane stat yeah and, and, of course, he got six of them with, with New England with the Patriots, and those are their only six. And then he got one just last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So pretty pretty incredible run he's had.
1: It's true. We should uh, buy one of his rookie cards. Uh, I assume those things are cheap, right? <laughs> I don't think that we're going to be looking into that.
0: So, But anyway, it's at least worth tipping our hat to Mr. Brady there, I'd say,
1: on this day. It's a fairly impressive career for a what was he sixth rounder? That's that's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really touted as he's never been an athletic freak or anything like that. He's just he just figured it out. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and he just wins with his brain. You know, he's talented enough with everything else, but he just he's just such a smart player.
1: Yeah. It doesn't
0: have the Dan Marino arm, the John Elway arm, or anything like that.
1: Yeah, even the Rex Grossman arm. (laughs) All right, let's stop with the football, cam. I'm losing what I can uh, contribute here. (laughs) All right, so you want to describe the uh, premise of what we're doing today? Yeah, so as would be expected, midway through the season, we're finally going to come up with a final list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how we came up with this uh, strategy, but here it is. So Camden and I, over the last several months, like went through all the teams, talked about which players we were interested in, made a list from there, started investing in some of them because you know we had to be doing something along the way. Um, and now we are finally going to cut that list of... I don't know, probably about 60 players that we were interested in, down to 30 for our final two, 2021-22 season investing in basketball card list.
0: Yeah, and it, keep in mind, this is our list. You can have your own list, uh, but this is actually players that we will be investing in. I bet if they're on our list, most of them will be buying anyway. <laughs> and But the list is
1: going to be how many people again? I think 30 when all 30. is said and done.
0: Yeah, so it's possible we might end up not buying everybody on our list with that. Yeah, the, I would
1: think probably not, actually. But, um, but it's our list of people we want to invest in. Basically. Yeah, they're the list that we could invest in. And of course, we're not going to be a fundamentalist about this. If we see someone that we like for an amazing price, we can, you know, we can branch outside of that. But in general, this is going to kind of focus our attention. And we so far, we've already invested in about 15 players, and we're going to already fudge things by cutting some of those players from our list. Um, so let me go through the guys we've invested in and are going to keep on our list. So that's eight guys. Kevin Durant, shocking. Uh, Nikola Jokic, also shocking. Jason Tatum, maybe a little bit more surprising this year. Darius Garland, I think is an amazing buy. But also I've noticed in the last few days, his prices have gone way up. So uh, it's a good thing we're already somewhat invested in him. Secrets getting out. Yeah. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine. We just bought a card together actually of him. So that's our first investment in him. But we think that's a good buy with what the Bulls are doing this year. Brandon Ingram is kind of a buy low that we've both agreed on. And then Kawhi Leonard, we are both fans of and are going to keep him on the list. Yeah. And we've
0: also got several players that we've invested in together with our business, but we've, we're have we basically out at this point. So we're probably not going to buy any more KPJ, Kevin Porter Jr., DeAndre Hunter is off our list at this point. Malcolm Brogdon, Tyrese Halberton, DeAndre Ayton, and Anthony Davis. So all those guys are being cut from our list right now, although it is conceivable that with our draft right now, we might draft somebody back.
1: It's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. Um, I think you skipped Jalen Brown, too. For now, he's not on the list anymore. Okay. And of those guys, so we've bought stuff of all those seven guys Camden just mentioned. Four of them we've already bought and sold what we had of them. KPJ, Malcolm Brogdon, Tyrese Halliburton, and Anthony Davis. So... Um, we still have lingering investments in Hunter, Jalen Brown, and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to do a snake draft um, of, let's let's see, a total of, that would make 22 players that we're going to draft. Camden's going to go first. We're going to do one round of rookies, and then one round of sophomores, one round of retired players. And then after that, the last uh, 16 players are just going to be wild cards. We can choose anyone.
0: Yeah, and we also have the power of a veto, which I think is a kind of a fun little uh, extra element of this game that we could use if one of us is really out on one of these players, and, but we only have one veto each. Uh, I would say that Nathaniel is more likely to use his veto than
1: I am. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you were a betting man, who do you think would use the veto during this thing? <laughs> I thought about just saying someone really absurd to burn your veto, but... Uh, <laughs> I thought that would be hilarious. So how
0: come we're doing this? If I'm
1: just like Zaja Pachulia on my first pick.
0: Oh, I was, he was actually going to be an all-star one year. Like they had to step in and, and,
1: uh. Oh, speaking of which, (laughs) I've heard people compare that to the Andrew Wiggins situation this year. Yes, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. (laughs) That must be why that name is in my head, because I've heard people talking about him this week. (laughs) Andrew Wiggins is not as bad as Pachu Pachulia, but he's also not an all-star, and certainly not an all-star starter.
0: Not that long ago, not this year, but other years, people were talking about him as a bust because he was a first-round pick. I mean, not first-round, like, number one overall pick.
1: Well, he was basically like a salary filler in the D'Angelo Russell trade to the Warriors. It was mostly that made the salary work, and then they got the draft pick. But, yeah, they've really made him into something useful. Not, all-star again, started not an all, no. <laughs> <laughs> well i just i still don't understand that i heard something about maybe um what do you call that the what's the korean pop thing called bts or something uh, i heard what? one of one of them is a big fan of andrew wiggins and was tweeting out for his supporters to vote for wiggins and maybe <laughs> that explains it but anyway like uh, if it were just warriors uh, fans why would they pick him over draymond i don't understand
0: yeah i know they it's it's odd because there's another candidate on their team that some would argue is more deserving even on his own uh, team and not talking about
1: Steph either obviously well, clearly I mean definitely Draymond is more deserving and he's won championships with them I don't <laughs> I don't understand well
0: anyway congratulations to Andrew Wiggins all-star starter nobody can take that away and I guess this ends the debate of whether or not he's a bust <laughs>
1: i don't know about that (laughs) first pick who never should have been an all-star that could still be a bust (laughs) and with your first pick do you draft andrew wiggins i'm ready with my veto well this is a snake draft where we're actually why aren't we doing a uh
0: what's the opposite of a snake draft an auction draft that'd be kind of fun (laughs)
1: how would we even do that i don't know so but we're supposed to start
0: with rookies this year
1: or with with this first pick Okay, you get the very first pick in the draft. All right. I'll try to make notes because we can't we wanted to keep the surprise a surprise, so we have separate documents so We don't, don't know what, know what each the... other is gonna say. It's, it's true. That's true. I have not peaked, but I'll try to make notes as we talk of uh, to fill it in on one of the documents.
0: All right. So my first pick, I'm gonna go with Scotty Barnes. Ooh. Over you know, Evan Mobley, huh? Well, I was I was assuming that Mobley and Cade were going to be too expensive, actually. And since this is a uh, basketball card, basketball cards on a budget, I thought that a lot of the better cards with those guys we we couldn't necessarily afford. I do think Scotty Barnes is potentially a star. And I think his cards may not come in quite as hot this year. Some other candidates I had. And I'd say all things being equal, I might have said Mobley or Cade, but due to price, I I believe it'll probably be a little bit lower. I'd said Barnes. Other guys that I'm interested in, but I'm not drafting, but I'm just saying Josh Giddey, uh, Franz Wagner, and Jalen Suggs, I think we are also be uh, taking a look at because they're, I think, could be potentially better than their their, uh, rookie card prices are going to come in.
1: Okay. Well... I think despite the price thing so so here's what I was thinking I thought maybe you would choose Mobley and then my backup picks were I was thinking about Giddy and then I thought about some cheaper guys like I really like Cam Thomas on the Nets. Yeah, and I really like Herb Jones on the Pelicans. He's like already an impactful defender and is showing a lot of offensive promise. Mm Well, and we I said, said r-
0: one rookie, so
1: we both mentioned know, a bunch I'm of I know, I'm just guys. giving my thought process. <laughs> I like but it. I, gotta, I think five years from now we're going to look back on this draft as the Evan Mobley draft, so I think he needs to be on our list. He's a big man, so I think there's a chance he'll be cheaper than Cunningham and Jalen Green and maybe kind of equal with Scotty Barnes. So I, I think he's got to be on our list because, for me, he's uh, looking like on a amazing trajectory of being one of the top players in the NBA. All right. And when I hear like um, broader sports card people talk about this class, they don't seem to make that differentiation. They seem to think Cunningham, Green, Mobley, they're all okay. None of them are amazing. And I, I think that's not the case at all. So I think there might be a hobby perception that we could take advantage of for a time.
0: That's smart. Yeah. It's, you know, as soon as um, they give the Rook of the Year award, and I'm presuming that'll be Mobley. A conversational change if it doesn't change before, yeah. You know, no, can... I think
1: it's possible you're right that he'll be too expensive, but I, I would like the option to exist for us, all right. Um, That's good, and I'm certainly not gonna veto Barnes. I, I like Barnes, so I'm happy with that pick for you. Yeah, all right. For my um sophomore pick, since it's a snake draft, I get two picks in a row here, so I'm gonna bring back someone that we cut from the list because I still think in terms of future potential to price ratio, I think Tyrese Halliburton is kind of amazing. It's common for me to look at his box score and see him have double digit assists. I think there's a chance Fox gets traded and he takes on more of a um, scoring role and I, everyone who's his teammate loves him. and. That team is terrible, so he has an opportunity to shine. So I'm still a fan of Tyrese Halliburton.
0: All right, all right, that's good. Well, I didn't really go with price as a consideration on our sophomore. I just went with one of my favorite players, Lomel Ball. I did not want to leave him off the list. (laughs) And I understand this is a potential veto for you because of the price. (laughs) You know, his cards are pretty expensive, but uh, I just... Like his long-term prospects, he's such an amazing passer and just he's a really fun player. I also thought about Tyrese Maxi. I also thought about Jordan Poole, knowing that you would probably veto one of those guys for sure. But uh...
1: <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily veto any of these guys. I just think they're. I, I think Maxi and Poole are role players, and so I would much rather have someone like Caliburton, who I think could be a. The leading player on the team. I mean, LaMelo both Ball, of, those
0: guys are all averaging over twenty points a game,
1: or at least really close. If they're is not Tyrese Maxey, I don't think he's. I averaging. think he's pretty close to it. I'll look it up, but um, right. I'm not. I'm certainly not going to veto Lamelo. I do think um, we'll have to be very creative if we want to actually invest in him in a way that he makes sense. He is expensive, sense. yeah. Um, Maxey's averaging sixteen point five, which is very solid. Um, a, a little G- lower well, than I thought. But. Well, on three pointers, almost forty-one percent. But yeah, I'm not as big a fan of some. I th- I think he's solid, but I don't think he's a star. No. But yeah, Lamelo's on the list, I guess.
0: All right. Well, sounds good. Yeah. If we we had one rookie, one sophomore, and I did not want to leave Lamelo off for me. So so how about some retired players? I guess it's my turn, huh? Yeah, you're up. All right. Well, uh, another thing that we're we like to do is flip cards, basically. So. I thought this player could potentially be a good flip. I might be totally wrong about this because he's already very expensive and a lot of people know that this documentary is coming out, uh, Black Mamba. I'm talking about Kobe Bryant here, obviously. You know, once that documentary hits, you know, I could expect potentially a a jump in price and so I I think that Black Mamba is somebody I want to take a
1: look at. All right. Man, you are picking expensive, guys. <laughs> Basketball cards on a budget. <laughs> yeah. You're, I hope there's going to be some balancing of this because this is problematic at this point.
0: Well, you know, actually I thought about Dwayne Wade. You know, the big thing with him is is he'll next year he'll be uh, eligible for the Hall of Fame. And so I thought that could be another person to consider. That's something that could affect his market within the fairly near
1: future. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about, um, Dwayne Wade was my backup in case you chose the guy I wanted. And to some extent, I thought about going really old guys, but then you're kind of basically stuck with their rookie card. Or, you know, their one rookie card for anyone before, you know, 84. There's really one rookie card of them. Right. So I wanted to give us more options, and I wanted someone who's not quite as expensive, but I think there's a good chance... um, he stays in the limelight. He's a has a certain cultural influence that goes beyond even his performance, I'd say. So I'm going with the answer, Allen Iverson.
0: Oh, all right. Well, I shouldn't be surprised that you said that, but I actually am a little surprised. I know you like him a lot. I was kind of expecting somebody else, though.
1: I thought about – I mean – I got to give some props here to my man, Michael Jordan. He just, uh, (laughs) quite expensive. So we obviously wouldn't be a rookie card if we were investing in Jordan and I've started looking, uh, I've really gotten into nineties inserts recently. Like, uh, if you want to answer the question of what my new year's resolution with cards is, I think I'm focusing more on what I actually like with my PC, which is a lot of nineties cards, but Jordan cards are like so unapproachable. Um, they're very expensive. Even like a, I don't know, like I was looking at the first year finest PSA 10 of the base card and it's $900. Like, uh, he's a tough guy to invest in. And so for that reason, I thought with Iverson, we've got lots of choices of cards and lots of cards I love from that 96 class, like EX2000 is probably my favorite set of all time. Uh, So I just think choosing someone after and basically starting with 96 is a good idea. And then i Ended up deciding on Iverson over Dwayne Wade was my second option. Hmm. All right. Well, we both had
0: Dwayne Wade as our second option, which means I guess he's not on our list at this point.
1: (laughs) No, he could be a wild card, but uh, he's not. All right. Shall I make my first wild card pick? All right. Let's do it. You're going to be shocked to find me choosing a bunch of uh, stars who are uh, less valued in the hobby. And I'm going to start out with the one who's been making the biggest impact in the last month, and go with Joel Embiid. I think he's crazy underpriced. His cards are from 2014 when they were not produced nearly as much. I'd say he's the odds-on favorite to win the MVP right now. If they can make a trade with Ben Simmons, or if Ben Simmons miraculously comes back, they have as good a chance maybe as anyone in the East to win. I don't know. Maybe that's a little strong. But I think they have a chance, and he's just been incredible.
0: All right. Well, no argument there. I am going with a guy who is also expensive, although his prices have been dropping, and so I think that it might be time where this is a good time to invest, just because he's not at quite the peak that he was, although I expect him to still be an all-time great. We're talking about Luka Doncic.
1: I like that. I actually think we should maybe do that, like, stat, because they're they're playing really well. He's about to thrive in the All-Star game. They're... Yeah, I think he's coming on, and we're gonna miss the boat really soon. Yeah,
0: I, the time is now with him. I think that that's. I, I think we could
1: say that. Yeah, man, am I just gonna be the most peaceful partner here and not veto anything? I just need to throw you a softball later. <laughs> yeah, give me a. Who did we argue about at some point? Give me a, some Miles Bridges or something. No, <laughs> you, you probably will actually. I'm ready. I'm ready to block that. Um, should this be, how I organized it from here on out was just back and forth. Is that right? Or should this be your pick now? Um, we just went back and forth, I think at this point. So you, you cool with that? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to, man, we are going to stretch our budget because next up I'm going with the very inexpensive Giannis Antetokounmpo. (laughs) Um, but I think he's amazing. I actually think his prices have come down from you know, even a year ago. And again, uh, odds on favorite if you want to pick someone to win the ring this year, I think he's a good as as good a bet as anyone. He's likable, he's charismatic. What's wrong with Giannis? Nothing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No no argument there. Although it means that I'm gonna have to make another pick for somebody else for <laughs> I did have him as one of mine, so
1: well, I've got Doncic down here at some point, so I need no. to erase that. But I had some backups. Did you have backups? I've got some backups, yeah. I did some strategy, though. I, my backups are guys that I thought you would pick anyway, so I was trying to get as many of my guys as possible by having you pick my guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I mean, bro, this is next level stuff going on here. <laughs> I don't want to be buying any Lamelo, but it's what it is. So I got to do what I can. Yeah, well, on he's those on our guests. list now. Wow. I don't dislike Lamelo nation i just uh think he's expensive
0: yeah all right well my next pick here is somebody that's been balling out i he was on my all-star list i did not have him as a starter we had we did the all-star list about a week before this that one got released actually and so by the even by the time that that it got released this pick probably didn't look very good because he is an all-star starter and we're talking about ja morant I think I had Luka Doncic ahead of him, um, and I might have been the only person by the time that it happened at that <laughs> at that point. But, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: he's been balling out, and I, I'd say he's still a good deal. Is he, though? I mean, I, I'm okay leaving him on the list, but I think he's really expensive in an over pre, overproduced year, so we'll have to be very judicious in our choosing of job. But I love his game. He's very fun to watch. But uh, I worry about – I really – have trouble with cards after 2018 so we'll have to be smart if we if we invest in in jaw maybe we could think about something that was numbered or something that yeah but then can we afford it i don't know (laughs) good question Um, yeah but but i'm open to it we'll have to figure something out i i like jaw i think it's a a bit more treacherous of a buy than some of the others okay just because he's so popular right now
0: right some people have him as a top MVP candidate and deservedly so maybe not as a winner but I think he's in the conversation
1: yeah I do think probably um, I would argue Chris Paul should be over him in the all-star game but I'll let that go (laughs) Um, next up for me going I think so far it's going to change a little bit as this goes along but a lot of what I was thinking is who could actually win the championship this year and who are the stars on those teams who are affordable so next up for me is Devin Booker I think he. I think Chris Paul is actually the best player on the Suns. But if we want to invest in someone on the Suns, I think Booker is the way to go. Um, he's from 2015, so like I said, I'm when I can. I'm looking for players in that sweet spot between 2012 and 2017. So he's the same year as Jokic and Kat and those kind of guys. And he's really been putting up a lot of points increasingly in the last month. And I think maybe we're all just looking the wrong way and the Suns might be the best team in the NBA, like their record says. So I, I think Devin Booker is a really good buy right now. In fact, ooh, I wanted to tell this anecdote. I bought a Devin Booker rookie card this last week, but it was mislabeled by PSA. It was a oh. parallel and they didn't mark that on there. So I'm having to navigate that. So that could be something I report back onto the podcast oh, yeah, how that process works. Yeah, it's like a an appeal. <laughs> yeah i mean they're they're definitely wrong because the base it's a set called limited because shockingly i went with a set that no one's heard of that only <laughs> i like but the base card is serial number to 80 and then there's a parallel called the silver spotlight that's that serial number to 49 and that's mine is serial number to 49 oh and they missed it and, in the label yeah oh, it just says it just looks like it's the base card huh so you're gonna have to fight them Yeah. I mean, I think they want to label things correctly. So it's just a question of how that process works.
0: Right. Um, I've got a question for you real quick. What was your first pick after the retired players before I picked Luca, I'm trying trying to... Embiid. Embiid. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So my next pick is a young, exciting player. Uh, The secret's out enough that his prices have definitely risen substantially in the past few months here. This is a guy who... Could potentially, depending on what what happens, this he could have his own team, depending on what happens with Damian Lillard. So we're talking about Anthony Simons. I Whoa. think he's excellent and potential future face of the league. Uh, he also won face the face of dunk. the league. Face face of a franchise is what <laughs> Whoa, I meant. I was F- like face of a franchise. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. That that seems possible. Face of the league seemed a little bit face ambitious. face of the franchise is what I meant. <laughs> All right. I'm okay with that one. He, I think he has gone up in price, but he's not unreachable. So I think there's probably something we can do there. All right. So who you got next? I'm going with Carl Anthony Towns. I right. think he is he's definitely cheap. I know that from the fact that I watch his cards all the time. He, Despite what people on podcasts say that I listen to, he's definitely the best player on their team by a long shot. He is trying a lot harder this year. I wouldn't say his defense is good, but he looks like a leader out there. He looks assertive, and he's one of the most skilled big men I've ever seen. You didn't go with Wiggins? I mean, Wiggins were made, to, <laughs> made it to That's be an all-star starter. That's true. Why did I go with a bench player for the last time? <laughs> you got any problems with Carl Anthony Towns? No, not at all. No, I was just making a joke about Wiggins. Can you pick someone terrible soon? I would like to use this
0: veto. Well, depending on what you think about this next, <laughs> I'm excited. It's my time. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Trey Young. He oh, no. is another Not veto that you can't veto Trey Young. No,
1: he's on my. He's one of my guys that I wanted, but I wanted you to pick for me. Thank oh you. well,
0: I did. I, I did. He is another All Star starter this time for the Eastern Conference. I don't think we'll be probably investing in the other All Star starter from the Eastern Conference and the Are you hating on Demar right now? Oh, it is Demar. I was for some reason I was
1: thinking it was Harden. No. No. Yep. I mean, I I don't foresee us investing in Demar, but don't hate. <laughs> I don't I don't hate. Yeah, I for some reason I was thinking it was Harden and it, it clearly is, was not. Well, I mean, for one thing, Demar is not a guard, so I can see why you were thinking that, but <laughs> he is the starting guard. Yeah. So talk to us about Trey Young. What's your, what do you love about Trey Young?
0: You know, his shot is amazing. You know, he, he can pull up from anywhere on the court. Doesn't really know about defense necessarily, but there's lots of other exciting things with him. He's a really phenomenal shooter. Can't say enough about his shooting.
1: <laughs> Although. You, you're overstating his shooting a little bit, but he's an amazing passer and he. <laughs> He does shoot a lot, but he's not—he's not a Steph Curry shooter. <laughs> His efficiency
0: is not as high as you know as Stephs or anything like that. But I mean, he's one of only a handful of guys who they could make a four-point line for him. Right. But uh, um, yeah, Go he, ahead. he also gets quite a few assists and rebounds like just his stat sheet is incredible i mean just the way he stuffs the you know not so much blocks but just about anything else on the stat sheet he'll just pull it up every night you know exciting young player people love people either love him or hate him but i think he's easy
1: to love i don't know about being easy to love but i think he's a good investment i i find him interesting because in my mind he's one of the most famous basketball players and would be one of the most expensive um basketball card investments but he's really not and like the run in the playoffs last year didn't really change his prices at all i'm not sure like are there just a lot more people that hate him than i think or what do you think that is because i always think like he's going to be you know up there with luca or whatever but he's he's probably half luca in prices and and i think he i mean he's not half the player that luca is but he's not nearly as good as luca but i still don't quite understand the the gap in their prices—it uh, surprises me.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting thing. I I still think he's a good buy. You know, their two careers are going to be always compared because of that, you know they were traded for each other at the very beginning of the before they did anything. Yeah. And was it draft? Wasn't it draft night? Yeah, pick number three for pick number five. And then also they basically f- Cam Reddish too, which
1: probably oh, is not the pick that became Cameron, which probably doesn't look so great at this point, but <laughs> it never looked good to trade away Luca. But <laughs> better to do that than to draft Marvin Bagley. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, that is true. So, anyway. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm cool with the Trae Young thing for sure. Let's see. So, next up for me, here's this is probably my best bet for a veto from you, actually. I think this player is super risky, but has upside that's higher than anyone on this list other than Doncic and Giannis, and that is one Zion Williamson, who recently posted his first video on Instagram in like more than a year of him dribbling a basketball up the court, which some suggested means he's close to coming back. I think his prices have tanked for good reason, but I do think that the Pelicans have... Kind of hung in there in the last couple months could see if they if he comes back they could make a run at the plan and honestly if he comes back it doesn't matter if we've bought some of his cards and he comes back we can sell it and make a profit so and if he doesn't i still think he's a great player that we could sell next year potentially he is he's an all hype kind of player at this point and we can um, profit off that hype in my opinion
0: all right i think i figured out what i'm gonna do here uh oh yeah all right so This is preemptive of me here, so I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna give you an ethical conundrum here. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna draft a player here that I think was one of the best players in the in the league around 2009 or so, when you know he made the finals. He was also some people call him Superman because he dressed up like Superman. And the for the dunk
1: contest so uh i'm talking about dwight howard we're gonna mess in dwight howard are you just trying to burn my uh veto because i'll make you eat this pick if you want <laughs> we can waste a spot if that's how you want to play i'll let you waste a pick all right i'm writing down dwight howard if you're not taking it back i'm keeping my veto for a real pick <laughs> Or Dwight Howard's on our list. Either one. You're not going to... Yeah, you wouldn't do that, would you? Yeah, he's written down number 10 here. All
0: right, I'll take him off. I'll take him off. because I'll veto him myself because you will.
1: <laughs> I know you will. I, I am nothing if not stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> my plan did not work. Wait, did you want to... Can you discuss Zion first, though? Because I think that's my most uh, controversial pick. Are you okay with it? Oh,
0: man. I. He's so risky right now he really is
1: yeah I mean what do they say about risk and reward though Camden yeah
0: it's true <sighs> man I'll be sad if you
1: he's... veto him but I will understand it
0: I don't think I want to veto him but uh, I think I'll veto myself on the Dwight Howard since my my plan is not gonna work
1: <laughs> I thought it was funny I thought about doing the same thing but then I, I had the same conundrum what if he what if he leaves Horace Grant on the list <laughs> what do I do <laughs> all right so i'm
0: gonna put on michael porter jr thinking uh speaking of of risky players that i I still think are good and have have upside i think
1: i'm gonna go ahead and jump in here and use my veto camden (laughs) i don't hate michael porter jr but i think he's a terrible flip for this year so for what this list means i'm gonna veto this you blocked into the second row camden all right well i uh I don't actually hate it, but I think I, I would like to buy him in like August or September. All right. Well, if at first you don't succeed,
0: try, try again. You got so. my
1: veto out of the way. All right. All right. And I wanted to use it anyway, so I'm glad I found an excuse for it. Now you're going to stick me with Tyrese Maxey or some <laughs> BS like that. All right. All right. Yeah, I think it's your pick. No, it's you. You, you get to make a pick. Oh, but I just said
0: Michael Porter Jr. And I vetoed it. So who's your substitute? Oh, so oh, that's how it works. I thought it just like got blocked. No, oh, we, no. we still okay. want thirty picks. All right, veto. Well, I'm actually gonna go with LeBron James. I think oh. that he is not necessarily a great flip, but I think he's a great long-term buy. Uh, I think that we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we left him off. And I also think he's a great kind of blue chip stock, and I expect him to go up over time. Yeah, even though. I like that,
1: and then we can look at tops cards and upper deck cards. So I'm into that.
0: All right, all right. So you vetoed my Michael Porter
1: Jr. Yep. All right. Going back to the well with my teams that I think can win the finals, I'm going to go with one Bam Adebayo. Uh, I really like their team. Even though Jimmy Butler is the best player on their team, he's the guy who's most likely to get some hobby love from what they're doing. So I would like to put Bam Adebayo on the list. And he is one of the players I've made the most profit on in the last year um, from a single card purchase. It's not like I bought a ton of Bam. But I bought a $60 card and turned it into a $160 card. So I think we can do that again if we choose wisely with Bam Adebayo. Mm,
0: I like it. I like it. Yeah, and I think he is undervalued. He really is an amazing player. And they really could make a another finals run. I don't know that I expect
1: them to. But They're going to be so difficult to play, though, in the playoffs. That defense is going to be a beast yeah Um, the playoffs they're exciting and i'm uh not really sure what
0: to make of the nets right now you know a lot of people were expecting them to be the favorite from the eastern conference and i was one of those people but i mean i think we both
1: picked them to win the championship didn't we
0: yeah so i i don't really know what to say about them at this point though it's uh definitely up in
1: the air yeah uh i never doubt kevin durant but there's so many they just have never played together for the last two years so i I don't i don't know how we can really believe but i i do love kevin durant and think all things are possible through kevin durant but you never know
0: all right so is it my turn yep all right well we're going to talk about another hornets player and
1: uh (laughs) (laughs) gordon hayward is that gordon hayward music (laughs) i wish at this point
0: no we're talking about mild bridges the guy that you left off, you wanted to live up my list, but you burned your...
1: your <laughs> I did. I wish I had me MPJ right now.
0: <laughs> saved him for the, for the 12th pick here. So, yeah, I think he's good. I still think he's a good buy. I think that he and Lamelo could have, you know, a really good run together on the Hornets. And I think that, you know, they're going to build around those guys.
1: All right. I think he's okay. <laughs> no, he's... Good. I just don't think people are really gonna care. I think that's LaMelo takes all the sun in that situation and Miles Bridges is a really solid NBA player, maybe a borderline all star. But I, I don't think he's someone that I see a lot of upside with in the hobby.
0: Too bad you burned your veto. <laughs> Tried to make you burn it with Dwight, but that was my <laughs> that was my plan. I was gonna pick Dwight and then you'd burn it and then I'd have I'd be like the next pick. Bridges.
1: <laughs> that was good. All right. I'm going to do a crowd pleaser for both of us here and go back to the well with what I was just talking about. And this time do the guy I actually love on the heat and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I think he uh, is so underpriced for what a star he is. I think if he had played you know, most of the games this year, like a lot of the studs, he would be in the top five in the MVP race. He's been amazing when he does play this year. He's the driver of that team. He's charismatic and I love Jimmy Buckets.
0: Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the owner of Big Face Coffee? The $20 this coffee? Your,
1: this is your reference that I don't know nearly as much about as you do.
0: <laughs> he started a coffee shop basically in the in the bubble, but it actually still exists and you can buy stuff from Big Face Coffee. I just yeah, he's an entertaining person. And an amazing basketball player. So yeah, I'm fully supportive of, of having him on our list.
1: And I think uh, Carl Anthony Towns is going to be happy that we drafted him on our team.
0: <laughs> we could put those two guys together. That's
1: true. Didn't I think Embiid and uh, Jimmy got along really well though, from what I hear? So those two will be happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was definitely a pretty big falling out between Jimmy Buckets and Cat. That's for sure. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so my next pick, we're going to go with the greatest shooter of all time. We're talking about Steph Curry. Steve Kerr? <laughs> Steve Curry. <laughs> That's his coach, man. It's true. Yeah, definitely want to make sure that Curry gets on our list. And again, I'm not necessarily sure about a flip here, but he's another one of those guys who's just long-term. It doesn't matter what class of card. It doesn't have to be a rookie or anything with him to be valuable he's just one of those kinds of players and those there's not a lot of those kinds of players really that you know 20 years down the road you look at their cards and they're still valuable it doesn't matter if it's a rookie or not you know he's just an all-time great and people love him and That's true. they love he's his cards. probably
1: has the highest q rating of any nba player i would say I'm gonna quickly read the subtitle of our podcast and then read some of the guys you've drafted and just see if you have any thoughts about that. We call this thing Basketball Cards on a Budget. And then let me read some names here. We've got LaMelo Ball, we've got Kobe Bryant, we've got Luka Doncic, got Ja Morant, got Trey Young, got LeBron James, we've got Steph Curry. Are you trying to bankrupt us, Cam? <laughs>
0: well, I'm not or saying Or is why. our
1: whole podcast season going to be we buy one more card?
0: <laughs> well, we we don't have to buy rookie cards of all these guys necessarily. There's a lot of other cool cards that you can get that are valuable and, and meaningful with, with some of those names. Although with, you know, somebody like Lomelo, I'd much rather buy rookie cards just in general, and it's not. I, I expect them to go up. I I do.
1: All right. I like the players. I think it's going to be tough with our constraints, but (laughs) apparently that's going to be your mission to figure out how that's possible. I like it. All right. So I have one more pick, Um, and you have not vetoed me, so feel free. I have three guys that were my extras in case you drafted one of my players, which you did at one point. Who did you draft that I wanted to draft? Oh, I think Luca was on my list, and you took him. Trey was on my extras list, but I assumed you would draft him. So the guys that I thought about are one Desmond Bain, one SGA, and one Draymond Green. So let me make the case for each of them. Desmond Bain's on a very exciting team. He's either their second or third best player, depending on which game you watch. He, I feel like is still, his prices have not quite caught up with his performance. So that's the case for Desmond Bain. The downside, I would say, is he's... Probably, realistically, kind of a role player in that situation that he plays in. He's more of a, you could say, a Miles Bridges. Solid player, not a star. Next up, I think SGA is a star, but he's in such a terrible situation. Yeah, Um, He's hurt right now, um, out for a couple weeks. But his prices have really come down, I can tell you that, because I've bought some SGA cards recently, because they are not what they used to be in price. Finally, I think Draymond Green... I've been liking the investing in the contenders. I think Draymond Green is very cheap. He just signed a deal to somehow be a Turner sports commentator while he's still a player. I think he's got like a cultural factor that is hard to meet with other players. So, let's see. Most on brand for me would definitely be Draymond to go with the veteran, Hall of Famer kind of guy. But I think I'm a big believer that SGA is a stud. I think buying, we could maybe pull off buying an autographed rookie of him in this time and I could see that definitely going up in price as he comes back and continues to put up crazy stats so I'm going to go SGA with my last pick
0: all right well I'm not going to fight you on that I feel like I should almost use my my veto but I I actually like Zion too I just think it's riskier you want to veto SGA I do not
1: no especially if he's coming down yeah, I'm into it. Um, Should we say his real name in case there are people out there who don't know his, know him by his nickname? It's Shane Shea Gilgis, Al- Gilgis Alexander, Alexander. Yep, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Rookie cards on the Los Angeles Clippers because that's where he played before uh, the Paul George trade. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, 2018. Yeah.
0: Well, you mentioned one of my uh, one of the guys who's on my list. Uh, my last pick is Desmond Bain. All right. I'm clearly, well, not that I ha- can do anything about it, but I would clearly not argue with you. <laughs> well, it's a good thing, I guess, that you used your veto earlier. <laughs> on my I mean, I probably here. would have
1: vetoed Desmond Main just because I wanted to use my veto if I hadn't <laughs> used it earlier. Right, but
0: he was on your list too. So anyway, yeah. but yeah, I think he is in a really good situation. Like you said, one of the better players on a very young, exciting team one of the top two or three guys now it is one of those kind of situations where Jaw's is going to get most of that shine but uh i think that you're right his cards haven't really caught up with what he's doing also i it's been pointed out recently that his stats are almost identical to, to andrew wiggins who just was a made the all-star team as a starter
1: yeah, yeah i heard that well, was that on the mismatch they were talking on about? on the that? mismatch yeah and i just yeah, thought, I thought that, that was pretty funny pretty interesting (laughs) well it was funny about that was i was like oh andrew wiggins is better than i thought then (laughs) i would have thought desmond bain's stats are better than andrew wiggins
0: (laughs) interesting comparison there you know and and then they also made the point that you know desmond bain is eligible for for front court not back or uh
1: the back back court not the front
0: court yeah so they, they weren't exactly competing against each other and, and you yeah, know, and they don't votes, really
1: play the same way. They just come up with similar results. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, shall we run through our whole list? Let's for... do it. All right. So we've got the guys that were grandfathered and Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Darius Garland, Jokic, uh, Mitchell, Zach Levine, Brandon Ingram and Kawhi Leonard. And then you want to read some of these next picks, Camden? Yeah. Or do you – I was writing them down. Do you have them written down? Uh, let's see. So we have Evan Mobley.
0: Well, let's see. who did I, I said Scotty Barnes. And you said Evan Mobley. And you said Hal Yep. And I said Lamello. And I said Kobe. You said Horace Grant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love Horace Grant. <laughs> who did you say there? I, I, I'm trying to remember. Is at Iverson? Iverson, yes. And then let me right. read these next guys since I've got them all written down. Then we've got, I picked Embiid, Camden picked Doncic, I picked Giannis, Camden picked Jaw. I picked Devin Booker, Camden went Anthony Simons, I went with Carl Anthony Towns, and then Trey, and then Zion, LeBron, Bam Adebayo, Miles Bridges for some reason, Jimmy <laughs> Butler, Steph Curry, SGA, and Desmond Bain to finish things out. All right, yep.
0: Boy, not a lot of rookies on our list. Just just two, not a lot of... Well, we've got some sophomores.
1: Desmond Bain. Uh, yeah. So I think that coming up, maybe we'll look into different products. We've kind of talked about players, players lot, yeah. and um, what their rookie years are, and then discuss the price of their prism rookie as kind of a barometer to compare them. But there are for anything after 1996, there are lots and lots of products. So uh, I think Camden and I are going to kind of look at example player, maybe as Ian Williamson, since he's from a recent rookie class, and look at all their rookie cards from different products and then see what we think aesthetically if something stands out to us that we both like. So that might be coming up in an episode soon. All right. Well, you're glad that Dwight's not on our list. <laughs> you know... We could have probably done something with Dwight. He's a Hall of Famer. Should have been on the top 75 all time.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was not. He was
1: one of those big snobs there. And unlike most of our players on this list, as I read it, he would actually fit our uh, criteria of basketball cards on a budget. (laughs) That's right. We'll find a way. We'll buy some kind of, I don't know, hoops, base, Steph Curry from 2019 and see what we can do with that. (laughs) it'll still cost us 80 dollars but we'll buy it i wonder uh
0: wonder if they made any of those dwight howard superman cards
1: (laughs) it's so weird that he just stole Shaq's nickname that's kind (laughs) of (laughs) sad
0: all right well thanks everybody we'll We'll... call it a week yep all right we'll look forward to talking some more cards more all-star game soon with you
1: Good talking to Cameron. Good talking
0: to Strong you. draft work. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye.